Tog, Tesla Nation, Welken in Tesla Leben, Kiki Berlin, Hatzbegrunnen und es ist wunderbar! Nun sie, Ren Gesgaber, Herr Mark Goglin! Hello everybody <laughs> and welcome to the Tesla Life number 246. What a fantastic entry. Uh, Patrick leaded it in. That was fantastic. Um, I, I don't speak Russian. I don't German speak uh, German, but uh, man, I got to I got to believe that sounded pretty good in both languages. From what I know of uh, of German, it sounded all right. <laughs> uh, well, uh, here listeners we are out the, there. Uh, Feel free to tell me how horrible I botched that. Right, that part. <laughs> here, here we are on the 23rd of March, 2022. And this is a very special Tesla life because we are going to lead with a big story that uh, we've all been waiting for for some time. But first, let's uh, introduce uh, Mr. Patrick Connor joining us from the West Coast. How are you today, sir? I'm good. Hello out there, Tesla Nation. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to, I'm just going to have to admit it, Mark won. And uh, it was a close race, way closer than it should have been. But uh, I'm glad to uh, that that Austin put a little pressure on uh, Germany. And I really think Austin could have delivered a week or two ago, but Musk didn't want to shame them like that. So he, he made Austin wait. I'm just, I'm going to believe that in my heart forever, no matter what truth is out there. <laughs> well, I mean, there's truth out there. We got a story coming up about Austin. and uh... <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that, of course, is Mr. Casey Green. How are you today, sir, from the D.C. area? Doing pretty well. Trying to stay out of the rain, but uh, um, my wife doesn't uh, doesn't want me to stay out of the rain. She wants me traipsing through it. <laughs> <laughs> there is rain all over the map today, uh, yeah. as Hockey Day has indicated. It's wet everywhere. everywhere. So, uh, yes, try to stay dry out there, people. But that's our first story, is uh, Giga Berlin has announced, not only announced, they filmed it. And yeah. uh, they delivered 30 vehicles to customers. Elon Musk uh, flew in personally and delivered the first handful uh out of the factory uh did his did his dad dance uh yeah. he uh his he, dad uh, dance <laughs> he, he pushed uh he pushed a few uh uh camera drones around as he was there and uh made a little speech uh about uh, welcoming uh the new factory online and uh indicating that germany is taking a, a big step forward uh in sustainable energy allowing uh, the plant to uh, start and produce vehicles that are uh, going to be uh, widely accepted throughout Europe. Uh, so yeah. uh, it was, uh, it was a, a great little ceremony. Uh, you could see the Model Y performances uh, that were given out. The, you could see a number of the uh, happy customers uh, getting into the vehicle for the first time and driving it out through a, a series of... Uh, uh, pyrotechnics on the way out uh, and uh, out onto just right out of a delivery dock uh, onto the uh, Giga Berlin grounds. And uh, there, uh, a group of employees still outside uh, clapping and applauding uh, as the vehicles uh, started to leave uh, the plant. Uh, so uh, it was, there was a number of different uh, coverages uh, that we saw on our Twitter feed and elsewhere. Uh, it, uh, it looked like a great event. Uh, Elon, after 
the first deliveries, uh, got up in front of a group of employees and guests uh, outside the factory and uh, talked to them, uh, answered questions, uh, went through a number of uh, different uh, answers uh, based on the crowd questions, uh, talked generally about uh, where Tesla uh, believes uh, the plant will be, what its contribution will be, and what the next steps are. Um, wasn't anything brand new uh, that we heard through this, uh, but it, it was nice to see him uh, interacting uh, with the employees of the factory. And uh, uh, maybe uh, Patrick had taken a cue from Elon because he had uh, had uh, made part of his, a little bit of his speech uh, in German uh, to the uh, crowd's delight. So uh, that was good to see as well. But- uh, Yeah, that was exactly why I did that. I, I saw him. Uh, reading off of his cue cards in in German, I'm like, I can, I can, my German's at least better than his. <laughs> so they added a teleprompter feature to this live stream software. I could have done that. Oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> next week, Casey. Next week. Nah. <laughs> uh, Maybe I can do it in Texan. Yeah, y'all yeah. welcome to Tesla Live. <laughs> Yeah, and as, as Patrick mentioned uh, in the opening, this was a close race uh, between uh, Austin and uh, Berlin. And, uh, it shouldn't have been with it, a six-month head start. It should not have been because, of course, uh, <laughs> when Patrick and I made the bet as to which uh, plant would be delivering to customers first, uh, I had a six-month lead uh, when this thing started, uh, or approximately six months. Mine and, was already uh, half running. Well, of course, <laughs> yeah, there was no real race uh, involved with Shanghai, was there? But uh, no. it, uh, it certainly was uh, between uh, uh, Berlin and Austin was uh, right down to the wire. Uh, it's, um, and in fact, I had almost conceded a couple weeks ago <laughs> uh, because, uh, because uh, Texas was running so fast, wide open, and vehicles were starting to appear outside the factory. They were being trucked off. Uh, they were typically all in one color at that point, uh, but um, maybe testing. I, I'm, I'm not really sure where they went. Uh, we, we, we know that it, at least five truckloads of Model Ys had left uh, in that two-week period, uh, but where they went, what they were doing, uh, never really found out uh they didn't make it to the demo lots the, the, the drone <laughs> army doesn't stray too far from giga texas obviously uh otherwise uh <laughs> we would have known where these vehicles went but um the batteries only get you so far when the plant's a mile in length <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so it's uh yeah it's 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 interesting uh, we're really really not sure at this point what uh what austin is up to uh besides of course the uh, upcoming uh, GigaFest has been approved uh, and is going to move forward. There's going to be, a, obviously, a ceremony there. There's going to be 15,000 people there. Uh, so maybe that is what they're waiting for. Uh, maybe they're although, waiting for the Texas legislature to close again without saying they can actually sell cars there. <laughs> well, we, we know they can't sell cars there, right? Like, that's a right. foregone conclusion. We, we knew that once um, the Texas legislature took a break, uh, we knew the Again. next time they're going to look at it was going to be two years from then. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that was half a year ago uh, that they had uh, taken a break without actually addressing the issue of uh, 
of can Tesla sell cars within the state of Texas? Um, what are they doing now? Point, Special sessions to, to restrict people to do stuff? Or is that regular well, business? I don't know. I'm not, hmm. I'm not really sure about that. So I, I, I did understand from when we knew the legislation was uh, legislature was coming up, uh, there had been a, a track record that they have never gotten together in between sessions. So right. as far as we knew, uh, it was going to be a two-year wait uh, in between sessions, as has always been the case uh, for that uh, group of legislatures, uh, legislators. So as Scoot, far as Scooter I know, them, they've, got a, they've, got a about... year, they've got a year and a half to wait now. So They do. But Scooter called them back to talk about uh, health care uh, rights and gun rights. <laughs> no, no well, time to squeeze in one of your largest employers there. <laughs> uh, gun rights. Yeah, yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. So, <laughs> but no, congratulations to, to those new owners. Congratulations uh, to uh, Giga Berlin getting its final approval and being able to uh, uh, produce vehicles and start uh, the delivery uh, throughout Europe. So uh, now comes the ramp up and uh, mm-hmm. the, the volume uh, that they're going to want to see. But uh, would you guys agree that? You think this is going to be a much smoother uh, ramp up than others we've seen earlier uh, in the in the Tesla life? Um, it could be. I mean, they've they've had several times to learn how to do this, and uh, they've they've got a, a a modern plant now that they've done it in in Germany. So now it's just a larger modern plant there in Texas. The Model Y has been their their best ramp. Um, in their history and that's the vehicle they're starting with so mm-hmm. that that's uh, all a good sign and um it, especially you're, you're talking about berlin they're not starting with the 4680 they're still using right. 2170s there so they won't have any stumbling blocks with that so that should help uh get it get it going quickly yep. yeah and as uh as Basim was talking about you know you can you can order it online and you'll, you'll get it but uh, it won't it, if you're in Texas. It won't come from the Texas plant unless they do some of these workarounds we've talked about. And uh, yeah. I wonder if, if if it's some final buttoning of the 4680s, or if it's just the legal loopholes they have to drive a Tesla semi through. Or will, will it will it be the uh, Oklahoma loop that saves the Texas deliveries, or will it be the New Mexico loop? Uh, I don't know. It can be Oklahoma because Oklahoma is talking about <laughs> not letting them sell there either. <laughs> well, they're, they're talking about it, but it hasn't happened yet. So uh, <laughs> get a few of those trucks across the line, sign the paperwork, and drive them back. Yeah, I'll go to Mexico if they have to. Oh, that would be terrible, <laughs> wouldn't it? Had to It'd go be to a lot slower than going to Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, had to go to another country to get it stamped. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, oh, that would really piss them off. Hey, not only can you not get it here, your your car has also got a Mexico sticker on it, <laughs> in addition to not being made down the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What would the Mexico te- sticker Texas. on the side? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> New <Terrible>. Mexico. <laughs> Terrible. Well, uh, it's um, yeah, it's it's started. Um, We'll have to see if the ramp up uh, becomes smoother, faster. Um, We'll have to see if they've uh, learned a few things and have been able to transfer that to a brand new factory. Um, Man, I hope they hope they get a few people, uh, a few of the higher ups uh, from Shanghai over uh, to Berlin to help uh, smooth things along. Because uh, as we saw with Shanghai, it 
it ramped up extremely fast. And, and they could take uh, a speed bump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, that uh, that certainly would help them out. Uh, but uh, there's going to be a large demand in Europe. Uh, the factory is going to employ a whole lot of Germans. And um, one thing that uh, people don't really look at is the is the difficulty in opening any plant in Germany with the environmental problems, uh, blocks, uh, different interest groups that we had saw along the way, the cardboard forests, the bats, the ants, all these uh, different interest groups uh, pushing to slow or stop. Uh, Tesla's been able to overcome those hurdles, uh, albeit it took longer than we expected, uh, but uh, Glad to see it's now up and running, and uh, it can now start to roll out. Another so, interesting fact is that they've been approved for half a million vehicles per year. So Germany's even put a cap at this point as to what the uh, annual uh, volume of vehicles coming out of the plant is. Now, I'm sure it'll be a is. lot easier to bump that up as time goes yeah. along, uh, but as, especially if Tesla is hitting... The different numbers that they have indicated about, you know, water uh, treatment, how much they're using, uh, you know, the different uh, aspects of the contract uh, that they've signed with the German government, uh, the different metrics that they have to track uh, what the plant is doing and what type of environmental impact it's having on the local area. So they need bathroom passes. <laughs> don't don't flush that too many times. Oh my God. <laughs> Saving water. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, the electric cars just don't use that much water. Hockey Day's got a good a good next one. So so how are we going to measure that? Is it going to be from time to open to 5,000 or the first one to hit 5,000? Hmm. Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I, I think they're Everybody both put your numbers down in the chat. Ramp pretty quickly. Um, get, for Berlin... Getting open was the the big hurdle, right? Yeah. For all the reasons you just mentioned, I don't think. And then they have that cap, but there's nothing except um, their own uh, know-how stopping them from from ramping. And uh, as we just talked about, they've done this a few times before already, so I think it's going to be pretty quick. Yeah. And then the hardest part for Texas will be figuring out how they're going <laughs> to deal with the dealer lobby. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is going to be a hurdle they're going to have to overcome at a later time. Akide says five months. Five months. Say three months. Do, does anybody know off the top of your head how long it took in Shanghai on the Model Y? Yeah, about four they, days. They hit... <laughs> <laughs> no idea, no. Uh wasn't didn't track that type they of started with uh, threes detail. Yeah. yeah, they started with threes. And they yeah. weren't single castings either. That's true. Now, we, we know that Model Y is going to be the one and only uh, rolling out of uh, Berlin for some time. It'll be interesting to see. Will the Model 3 ever show up? They have rolled they it out. In Berlin in some point um, down the road. Uh, obviously... Tesla's constrained by batteries. Uh, that's been the story now for over a year, and mm -hmm. that continues to be the story. So uh, I think they're probably going to putting put their uh, their batteries uh, in the vehicle that they can sell the most, 
and uh, just concentrate on ramping up uh, for the time being. So no Model 3 to begin with, but uh, down the road, uh, I would expect Model 3 would make, they would make a line for the Model 3 at some point. Um, and of course, uh, they'd be able to do that in tandem. Once they get everything ramping and, and moving smoothly, the groups that help with the ramp, uh, they could start building another line. Uh, Mm -hmm. Whether whether it be another Model Y line or another uh, a different, uh, we'll have to see. But uh, that uh, that certainly well, would be interesting. That's what the Cybertruck is for, Hockey Day. <laughs> German that station is the German wagon. station wagon. Cybertruck. <laughs> yeah. So oh, interesting cool, because if they did, this would be a chance to uh, do a Model Three 2.0 or uh, upgrade it do things like the single casting and um, structural batteries. Yeah, things that um, the Model Y has been getting first, they can now bring those over to the three if they open a new line and a new factory for it. Yeah, especially with the, was it 70% commonality or more? Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, you wouldn't, uh, if the Y has been moving ahead, you wouldn't want the three to fall behind because then you don't have as much commonality. So you'd want to try to keep them in lockstep. At least, at, at least at each individual factory, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Very good. Well, uh, was... next, uh, before Elon arrived in Germany, uh, he had uh, been tweeting, which is no big surprise. That happens daily. Uh, but uh, he talked a little <laughs> bit about uh, introducing or working on uh, the Master Plan 3. Uh, Elon, of course, has made two previous master plans. Uh, these are ambitious targets uh, that he puts out there, really forward-thinking uh, type uh, targets. And, of course, uh, if you look at master plan one and two, you will notice uh, that uh, a number of the items on, on master plan two have not been completed. Um, so, uh, the, in fact, on master plan two, I believe RoboTaxis was part of it. Uh, yeah, here, I can well read. Uh, th th let's start with one first, just to, to go ahead. kind of do the whole thing. Yeah. So um, master plan part one was create a low volume car, which would necessarily be expensive. So that was their first roadster. Use that money to develop a medium volume car at a lower price. So that was a Model S. And then Model X is probably 2.5 of that. Then um, use that money to create an affordable high volume car, Model 3. So they got through all three of those and provide solar power. So while doing the above, provide solar power, which was the Solar City acquisition. So they've gotten through all of part one. Then part two was yeah. create stunning solar roof with seamless integrated, seamlessly integrated battery storage. Expand the done. electric vehicle product line to address all major segments. Not quite done. No. Develop a self-driving capability that is 10x safer than manual via massive fleet learning. Mm -hmm. And the last line is enable your car to make money for you when you aren't using it. That's going to be a little while. Yes. So, yeah. And uh, it's human. You can't have the, uh, you know, robo taxi until you have the uh, self driving capability. So, right. four is dependent on three. So, yeah, they've got solar roof, and that was painful. There was a while where they had to jack the prices up because it was taking them too long to install, but they have it working now. And then uh, expand into all major segments. Well, they have a, a long way to go. 
but um they uh they've back from the days where they only had one vehicle at a time it seemed like uh now now they're actually doing more there so we have at least four of them going now with the uh, three more on the way right yeah, yeah although the pipeline. Uh, yeah so now <clears throat> that's one and two and and it makes sense that when two came out they were not done with one yet so now now they're working on three and two's not done yet so what do you guys think will be in three well, he has given a hint that it's not going to be just Tesla related. It's also going to right. include SpaceX and the Boring Company. So, oh, uh, and that'll be the umbrella company X, right? <laughs> X.com. Yeah, so, so this is uh, the X.com master plan. That's a that's a big big deal. So, other than maybe solar roof, they don't. He doesn't tend to mention specific products. Instead, this is supposed to be an overarching, you know, big vision. And so, I think it's going to be something huge, like move the world's economy to sustainable en energy. That's, that's, uh, that's a big vision right there. And then um, if you want to include the um, boring company, it's going to be something equally big, like eliminate traffic congestion from the world. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, we know how much he's been into... Um, the Tesla bot at the last investor call, he wouldn't shut up about Tesla bot. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's on his mind and, but he's not going to say bring Optimus subprime to market. You know, that's, just, that's not a big vision. That's a product. And so, and not only that, he's already uh, announced it. And so it's just a matter yeah. of getting it done. Exactly. So instead yeah. it's going to be something like uh, create a general purpose, artificial intelligence to span the world, to, in, to, to grow the world economy. Safely. Something on that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Safely. <laughs> Right. Yes. To remove to remove constraints of limitations of labor, something like that. Right. Yeah. And then how do we how do we put uh, SpaceX in that? Well, if you put um, tunnel Earth machines Earth and robots uh, and and Tesla bots on Mars, now, now build that, a colony. Right. So that's all three of them right there working together on one. And um, way back when. Um, I, I wrote um, Musk's real secret master plan is develop, to develop sustainable technologies for Mars and in doing so make Earth sustainable. Right. And, and it, was, it was like this crazy harebrained idea. And then I posted it on, um, or someone posted it on Reddit. They loved it. And uh, now like everyone's like, oh, that's so obvious. But at the time <laughs> it was like, that's a crazy idea. But uh, I think uh, it's become more obvious that that's really been he's he's been obsessed with mars since before tesla yeah. existed and and uh so if you start if, if you're thinking about that well you can't just go drill for oil on mars for transportation and uh, uh you can't just uh, live on the surface you have to uh being underground is the easiest way so anyway i think that's that's uh the, the, the final big picture there is taking these technologies in the whole Muscaverse and putting them on Mars via SpaceX. Yep, and uh, creating creating a new uh, community uh, that gives uh, gives Earth Earthlings uh, the ability that uh, we become multiplanetary. Right, and and Mars has to be able to sustain itself, and it can't yeah. be dependent on Earth. I mean, um, every day, hundreds of people 
thousands of people maybe go scuba diving and they're under the ocean, right? But we haven't colonized under the ocean, but but yet we're there <laughs> all the time. Uh, you know, people aren't uh, living down there. So uh, just going to, to Mars and coming back, that's not a sustainable, uh, just, that's like scuba diving. You, you take the oxygen, the atmosphere you need with you, and you come back in time before you run <laughs> out of the stuff that you needed to survive. So uh, getting it to a point where it's not dependent on Earth, that, that's, the big, that's the big thing that has to happen. We're not truly yeah. multiplanetary until we can survive. Until you can stay there without uh, connection to Earth, right? Exactly. Uh, the, way, the way that Musk always says is what happens when the ships stop coming, for whatever reason, political mm -hmm. war, uh, extinction event. Right. Uh, you don't want to have both planets die out just because you don't have what you need on the second planet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although and, we should probably and, also start a sea colony by now. Yeah. So just uh, try it out. It's a lot easier to rescue there, those people. There, <laughs> Corey's indicating there are hotels under the ocean. Uh, not really. Oh. They're connected to Earth with tunnels. Right. So, tunnels uh, and right. bridges. Yeah. Well, they're, not, they're not on their own, just floating there uh, or underneath. Uh, they, they don't they generate their own atmosphere. To the mainland. They don't grow their own food. <laughs> they're not sustainable. Yeah, but that is cool. I did not know that there were hotels under the ocean yeah they've got a, a variety <laughs> like some some of them are like submarine like they will like sink and come back others like are like the glass bottom boat situation like there's like a level like you can sit in the in the fishbowl and then mm -hmm. others are like partially submerged this is, a, this is a variety of them and they're quite fun okay cool yeah. moving on uh casey are you familiar with uh, the the story we did a few weeks ago about the ai attic uh, this this guy is why I stopped pursuing my plans to become a Tesla employee. There you go. <laughs> what happened with him? Well, you see, uh, Tesla is really really strict on their social media policy, and and really only Elon and a handful of top level executives are allowed to talk about the company on social media or YouTube or anything like that. So uh, once I started the YouTube channel, I was like, yeah, do I really want to be a part of Tesla? I'd have to shut down my YouTube channel or drastically change the, uh, the the um, the focus. Well, this guy here, he worked on the autopilot team, and <laughs> uh, we we showed his video a couple weeks ago where he uh, uh, ran into well, he let his car run into the bollard rather than grab the wheel and stop it from spinning or you know mm -hmm. just counter steering or whatever. Uh, it didn't do much damage, but um, he he was probably already on thin ice for 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 sharing anything in the public, but uh, for then to have a negative. Uh, in any stance, a negative yeah, out there. It uh, Tesla let him go. <laughs> it, yeah, uh, we at the time did not know he was a Tesla employee. No, no I didn't know we, either. Yeah. No, but we did say that he wasn't exactly... We thought he was going to get fired from the beta program. <laughs> right, yes, yeah, they're going to pull his FSD for that. And they and did! That, yes, they <laughs> With did. With his job. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, they, they kept they, they kept his FSD like the well he has the FSD happened in his in his own car yeah with the his own autopilot that he had paid for right. uh, but uh, he was using other cars uh, for testing uh, for Tesla but obviously he was intimately involved with uh, what uh, Tesla could do uh, and what uh, their future uh, plans are or future. Um, versions uh that haven't been released to the public yet he certainly had access to that uh, with his yeah. uh, tesla car uh but uh you're right uh, 
it, it's clear stated when you sign up to work for Tesla um, that uh, they don't want uh, people that are publicizing about what's going on uh, behind the scenes of Tesla. And uh, yeah. and if you do uh, provide uh, some insight into that and Tesla doesn't like it, they're going to get rid of you just like they got rid of this guy. Um, yeah. So beware uh, if you're working uh, both sides because uh, if you make the wrong move, uh, your job is is probably gone. Yeah, like when I when I changed jobs recently, like both times when I changed jobs recently, I made sure that they knew on uh, my de declaration of con conflicts of interest. I've said, you know, I do this, and they're like, well, what does that have to do with what we do? And I said, nothing. But I don't want you to come back and say, hey, uh, you do this thing on the side. Yeah, well, right. You knew about it. You signed on it. <laughs> right. Yes, that's the right way to do it. it yeah. Because who knows um, if you're working somewhere, maybe they take on a new project, and right. and so their goals change, and all of a sudden. Uh, you should have disclosed it, or it might even be some division you didn't even know exists. And and so yeah, just disclose it is the, the best way to go. It's the easiest way, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so so my understanding is the guy uh, didn't lose his FSD package, but he did lose the FSD beta software. Is what what uh, the articles I read said. Mm. So so you're saying the ones you read, he didn't get kicked out of the program. He didn't get kicked out of the program as far oh, as okay. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, so he better he better hope he can get some sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> One of them that, that I read, money. Um, said that Tesla employees were given uh, FSD for free. Right. And so, um, so then he didn't pay for it. Yeah. Well, he so did pay for it. The article indicated yeah. that he paid out of his own pocket for his own vehicle to have FSD. Yeah. A lot right. of them so got either a discount or paid full price, depending on when. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know the details. And, and, but but and just because you have the FSD in package. Stories. Doesn't mean that you are have any rights to the FSD beta. They can still kick you out of the beta. At any yeah, they, they can kick you out for any reason. Uh, right. It doesn't even have to have a reason. Uh, that's what right. They just feel like it. <laughs> uh, they, you know, they can say, "I don't like the you know, I don't like the hat you wear in your car, and you're out." That's all there is to it. So uh, that uh, is a possibility. So uh, they are definitely, they definitely have control of that because, of course, as Patrick has mentioned, they they don't want negative press as they're in a beta program. They don't want people to publicize that. Oh, this is bad. There's 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 issues with this because of this. They don't want any of that. And in order to avoid it, when you sign up for the beta program, you throw away your rights to that because they're saying you play by our rules or you don't play at all. Yeah, but they're getting in some trouble for that because uh, um, National Traffic Highway Safety Associations, like we depend on drivers to be able to report these things but reporting it to them is not the same as i'm putting it up on youtube to get clicks right. with first that, tesla crash ever you know that and, <laughs> and, and and doing any of that as an employee is is a whole nother level because they they do have because our way our labor is structured here uh they do have a little bit more control over what you can say uh, depending on when you signed up and what was in that employment agreement and again this is a beta program Mm -hmm. This is not the full package that's being given to everybody. This is a testing thing that people are well aware that it's all part of a test, not right. you know, not for public consumption. So yeah, Casey and I have both talked about it's make it makes mistakes. It's beta, and yeah. we're paying attention, and we correct it and say no, don't turn into that <laughs> bus lane or whatever. It might don't drive off this bridge. That would be bad. And hey, that light is red. You should stop for it. <laughs> <laughs> or worse is when it is stop for it, but it treats it like a stop sign. It's like, um, break. <laughs> well, 
Well, but if you're not paying attention, it just goes through, and that's that's, that's what they don't want. Next. Yeah, let's so, go uh, The Boring Company uh, has announced that uh, it is now in discussions with San Antonio, Texas. So we, we knew about the Loop project in San Antonio from downtown to the airport and back again. And mm-hmm. uh, now San Antonio has indicated that uh, they are now in conversations and negotiations with the Boring Company as to what this project will look like, what route it will take, and uh, what the costs would be. So very general talks at this point, obviously, because um, you've got to start nailing down uh, how far do you want it to go? Uh, what is its main purpose or purposes? Uh, are they going to build in uh, future expansion plans to it? Uh, are they taking, you know, this will be, we're going to do one line of, you know, X amount of miles. And uh, after that, we could see it spreading to here and there and, and other places. So uh, it's uh it's good to see that the boring company is now starting to make, you know, starting to put some rubber on the road in different cities across the U S uh, actually- after that Las Vegas uh, yeah. uh, success. Uh, we got Fort Lauderdale now uh, that is moving along in the, uh, I guess that would be in the planning stage. And now we've got San Antonio that's in the negotiation stage uh, where they're looking at uh, what it would be and what it would cost and uh, where it would go. They actually got a competing bid this time. <laughs> it wasn't very good, obviously. But no, it, it wasn't. Was there. <laughs> They're like, let's put buses in tunnels and also in the air. And at least they made them electric buses. But you need a bigger tunnel for a bus. That, that's more expensive. Yeah, you definitely need a bigger tunnel for a bus. <laughs> Uh, hmm. But, but of course, we've talked about this before. Uh, the Boring Company has talked about a second larger tunnel. Uh, yeah. They've talked about mm-hmm. for moving freight. So uh, mm-hmm. that's that's a possibility, too. And, of course, uh, maybe that would just fit the Tesla Semi with a trailer. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Who knows? I, I, I want to see a stretch augmented Model Y for the Boring Company. <laughs> I want to see an eight wing, an eight wing Falcon door Model X. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome! <laughs> I believe I can fly. That would make the Christmas dance a little interesting. <laughs> oh yeah! Switching over to the Asian side of the world, uh, Casey, uh, what's going on with uh, Giga Shanghai? What has so, just happened? So- Giga Shanghai had themselves a little bit of an uh, interesting time. They had to shut down for two days, and then they decided they would run two-day shifts where the employees are going to live in the factory. And the reason they had to shut down was because uh, they are having another explosion of coronavirus because that's what happens every time we remove mask mandates all around the world. Uh, it's a big surprise. So uh, they had to have... Uh, the two shifts can't interact at all, and then they have to have testing at both uh, when they leave and when they come back. So the, the the shutdown allowed them to come up with this plan and allowed them to actually uh, implement all the processes as far as like you know uh, cleaning the factory, making sure that the two sides didn't pass, uh, getting the people to agree to sleep in the factory, and uh, amazingly, some of Tesla's suppliers in China are doing the same rigor, rigorous uh, procedure with the folks sleeping in their plants. That way, you can actually make a make a make a vehicle because. If you don't have any parts coming in, it, it makes it really hard to do anything other than make parts of a car. And I thought that was pretty 
pretty thoughtful on their part. And, uh, well, pretty... it's, it's it's certainly a lot of precision, right? They they took yeah. two week or two days, not weeks, two days, days. Uh, to reset and plan, and then after forty eight hours, they started up operations again, and they've been running the rest of the week. So yeah. uh, it's uh, it's interesting, but of course. Labor is a different thing in China than it is yes, here it is. in North America. They <laughs> um, could have a real hard time in getting people to spend the night at their jobs every day, you know, for an extended period of time. Uh, yeah. I think that would be very difficult uh, in the job market that is here in North America. And Europe, uh, for that for that matter. Uh, it's a massive overtime. You know, China, China is a different story uh, when it comes to labor. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. With that, so, so, so uh, that won't that won't hurt so bad on David's two point two million. Uh, they did say for the quarter they're down one hundred and fifty thousand cars, but I have a feeling that uh, that now that they have that implemented, that it won't be anywhere near as dramatic, and uh, and hopefully uh, the stock market will reward them for that. As uh, Hockey Day pointed out, they closed at almost a thousand dollars again. Yeah. So uh, uh, I feel uh pretty lucky that i was able to pick some up in the uh, high 700s not that long ago so uh yeah this this that uh little dip there worked out as a great buying opportunity absolutely yep for sure speaking of uh, opportunities again, this is this is not stock <laughs> advice so just keep that in mind no it's um, it, it is stock advice if you can go back and buy it at 780 uh, it's all today it's, it's general stock advice right buy low sell high sell high yeah. <laughs> general stock advice yeah um next uh, uh tesla had been uh prompted in a um uh it was a uh, survey uh, about autonomous driving. And uh, Tesla came out on top as to the number one brand uh, that would be trusted uh, to complete safely autonomous driving access. And uh, there we go. We've got the, got the chart up here. So uh, out of the respondents, they're, they're on top with 32%. Uh, Toyota is coming uh, second. Uh, Amazingly, here's, a, here's an interesting uh, little thing. The older you were in the the survey, you, the older your age was, the more you tended towards Toyota. The younger you were in the survey, ah. you tended towards Tesla. So uh, that's that's what they they took from it. And of course, here's another interesting thing. Apple is uh, halfway through the chart, and as far as I know, Apple has no skin in the game whatsoever yet <laughs> uh, that we know about. Uh, they have been secretive uh, with the Project Titan, uh, but uh, I don't know. They, they, they've got no skin in the game as far as I can see at this point. Nobody knows about it, but they made it to the charts. So uh, it's uh, it's uh, interesting to see this uh, breakdown of the different manufacturers and who would be um, trusted uh, to put AI, uh, I'm sorry, autonomous vehicle on the road first. I'm surprised that Cadillac was lower than Chevrolet, despite being the same company yeah, and Cadillac would have it first because it's more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah people are weird, man. Super Cruise in there now, right? But I don't think a lot of people know that Cadillac and Chevy are both GM companies. So maybe those two should be yeah. added together. Yeah. Um, and and where would that put them on the chart? Can you pull that chart back? Oh, up? sure. Let me pull it back up. Let's uh, that uh, add that extra seven percent to whatever the uh, Chevy number was, and 
that, that will that get them above Toyota? Yes, yes it would. Yeah, uh, so Toyota really. shouldn't even be there. They don't have any autonomous anything. <laughs> they've got they've got radar crews and, and and a little ping pong thing if you get to the edge of the lane. Right. I mean, and those are good level two features, which is not what fully autonomous is about. But uh, right. that uh, it, it's really what. How much faith do you have in this brand to to deliver this? Okay, it, I'll, I'll give them that. I, I would trust most of these brands to actually do something with it. Yeah, like it's it, it's not it's not something based on um, uh, current performance. This is something based on you know what these brands uh, people believe they're reliable in the first place. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Hockey has some good points. Toyota had something good for the Olympics, and of course, uh, Apple Maps continue to be uh, the butt of all jokes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, maps are sort of important in this case. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing There's about another... Tesla doing all theirs in the open, right? So Tesla does a lot of this development yeah. and everybody gets to see their warts and uh, yeah. yet they're still number one on the list. And that's surprising when... For trust. Uh, Despite yeah. all people saying, you can't test with me. I'm a, bad, I'm a guinea pig. Ah. Uh, right. You're a drunk pedestrian. And, and, and although <laughs> they did smack AI addicts' hands, um, there's they a lot did. of people that are out there posting videos. You know, here's a three-hour drive and here's here's what I did wrong at this time and this time and that time. And, and the critics are all cutting out just those bad moments and making highlight reels. And not, you don't point at yourself when you when I say Oh no that, no, no I'm not there making <laughs> making long videos. I'm not I'm not making right. critic videos. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah. So uh it, it is interesting to see they're still number one, even though they're doing everything so out in the open. Yeah. But go ahead, Mark. Came across this other video this weekend uh about uh a company called uh, Talon Minerals. Now, uh, Talon is uh, working with uh, Rio Tinte, uh, which is another large mining company. Actually, they've got operations here in Canada. And uh, Talon is uh, looking, uh, they have a deal uh, with Tesla uh, to supply nickel from a new mine uh, mine that's going to be, they wish it to be open uh, in uh, Tamarack, Minnesota. So uh, this would be a nickel that uh, is being pulled out of a North American mine, ethically. Uh, and uh, the uh, nickel find uh, in that area of Minnesota is, is a very high content nickel. So uh, unlike uh, some general nickel that has to go through a lot of processing in order to get the nickel content up, uh, this comes out of the earth uh, with that high uh, amount and less processing has to be done uh, to the actual uh, mineral in order to uh, get it into uh, batteries of vehicles. So obviously Tesla is excited about this uh, because that's the name of the game. We used to think it might be lithium that would be the problem, uh, but uh, it turns out that um, it was it was cobalt to begin with, and then Tesla mm-hmm. eliminated most of that through a, another chemistry uh, uh, shuffle, and now it's it's uh, nickel. And nickel is the uh, one that uh, is going to be the problem uh, for the short foreseeable future anyways with uh, what's going on uh, uh, with uh, Russia. Um, nickel content uh, has been uh, reduced dramatically from the world market uh, because no one's taking anything from Russia these days, uh, rightfully so. And uh, we have to uh, pay that price uh, because uh, a lot, uh, about a third of nickel uh, world reserves are not being touched now. So um, this is uh, 
good to see uh, this video that we have attached uh, in the notes uh, is uh, one from um, MSNBC. And uh, it's worth a watch. It's about uh, 19 or 20 minutes. And it uh, just kind of gives you a, a good overview of what's going on with nickel mining and what can happen uh, in North America. And of course, it gives you both sides. It's talking from the uh, mining side of things as well as the environmental side of things as people in Minnesota are concerned about drinking water and such and uh, how a nickel mine could affect that or may not affect it at all. So uh, it's good to watch though uh, and uh, give yourself a little bit of understanding about, uh, about this type of mineral that uh, is required for EVs. Yeah, if They're you already doing that, Hackaday. <laughs> if you haven't heard of Tamarack, it's because it has a population of 94. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not exactly a, a bustling uh, a metropolis. <laughs> yeah, and uh, if someone goes to Walmart, it drops to 93. <laughs> <laughs> right, Walmart yeah. is not in town, I can tell you that. <laughs> right, when summer vacations yeah. can have a, a noticeable percentage <laughs> change in your population, you're small. <laughs> Shoot, even school <laughs> trips. <laughs> right. the, the, the town population cut in half when they went down to the football game. <laughs> now, of course, that that uh, that uh, raise in prices that we've seen uh, lately, and of course, lack of supply that we've also seen, that kind of mm -hmm. leads into our next story. And uh, this one touches on uh, Tesla China. They're experiencing the same things that we are here in North America. We've got longer wait times uh, and we've got uh, prices that are increasing. And uh, Tesla is now getting new uh, people who sign up for a car to sign basically a contract indicating they will not resell that car uh, in under a one year period because we've got mm -hmm. car scalping going on uh, in China. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, there are people that are buying multiple vehicles at once, and then they're offloading them after they pick them up uh, from the uh, from the showroom and uh, putting a profit on each one and uh, making some money and uh, putting down a deposit on another ve another group of vehicles. So yep. uh, it's uh, it's basically the uh, the eBay reseller uh, thing that's going on, but uh, with actual whole cars. Um, so, uh, don't think that's happening in North America, uh, as far as I can see. Uh, not, we not have seen we have seen a lot of price increases incrementally: a thousand here, five hundred here, another thousand, another thousand. So you know, and if someone's waiting ten months to get a vehicle, depending on the number of price increases that went through over that ten month period, it can add up. Um, but uh, this is something that Tesla is doing in China only at this point. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of not surprised uh, if, uh, if they can. Uh, they, they certainly don't want this to become something where only elite people purchase the vehicles, put on a markup, and then resell it at a higher price uh, shortly after. Uh, that's not, not something that Tesla would like to see happening with their vehicles, they don't want to be the stub hub of vehicles. Uh, right. they, they'd much rather sell the vehicle to the customer themselves as opposed to somebody getting a markup and uh, moving them multiply that way. And it's not just Tesla. A, a friend of mine uh, who's really into Ford was complaining about Tesla doing this. But Ford did this. They requested their dealers to not allow, uh, to make this basically the same agreement in English 
with the with the customers that are, are, are buying the Ford Lightning from the dealers. Now, now, if the dealers actually comply is a whole other question because of the way that the dealer situation is set up over here. Uh, but they also uh, have requested that the dealers not do any of their shenanigans uh, as well. And again, we'll see who participates, but uh, Ford has also threatened their supply if they, if they do that as the dealer, whether or not they uh, ask the customer to, to not be flippers or scalpers or however you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, here's a change that's happening in the U.S. Um, until recently, if you had a reservation in on any of the cars, and you decided for whatever reason that the uh, white color wasn't good for you halfway through the waiting of the reservation period, and black would be a better color for you, what would happen is uh, you would be kicked out of queue. Uh, your white vehicle would be reassigned to somebody else. And uh, you would then appear at the back of the line. And of course, if there's been any update in pricing that's happened in that period, you would be affected by that new pricing to get your black vehicle. So uh, it was very disadvantageous. It was very, you did not want to leave the line if you were in for a number of months and then you would be put back at the back of the line and have to start over again. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, here in, actually just in the U.S., so... Keep that in mind. Just in the U.S., uh, you will now be able to change your configuration somewhat uh, and uh, not lose your spot. So this is a this is a good step forward because, of course, we know that people sometimes, when they're pressed into the position of making a decision quickly, and like like a lot of people with Teslas are, I got to get in for the next price increase. I want my order starting to roll, and then they start to think about it later and maybe want to change the color. Uh, maybe you want to uh, get the uh, different set of rims. Uh, this uh, this is going to allow them a little bit more ease uh, of thinking uh, as time goes on. So uh, that's a plus, and I hope to see this roll out to other countries uh, as well. Before you try that, since this is still new, if you're in line, Contact your, your delivery specialist and say, hey, you know, this is what I want to do. What's it going to do to my timeline? And guarantee me this isn't going to mess with my pricing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Once it's smooth, click away. But uh, it's, it's to the point where uh, if you actually had your order in before a certain uh, time frame, even, like they, they've removed the button from your account just to make sure they really don't screw you over. So Right. August 1st, 2021. There it is. So it's it's you have to have ordered after that date to to be able to use this feature right now. Yeah. And if you've uh, ordered before that, they've taken away the edit design button altogether. Yep. And then even like I said, even so, even if you do have the button, before you mess with it, double check. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. if you've been waiting in line for nine months. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get a screenshot. Point, Casey. Why 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 bother uh, risking it uh, when this is a new feature? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. We haven't we haven't always seen them have a smooth rollout of new features. Uh, usually they do okay, but not always. <laughs> Speaking of new features, have either of you guys seen a new feature about a Model S that shows that it can fly now? Anyone yes! <laughs> I've heard the new Roadster is going to do that, but I haven't heard anything about Model S. Yeah, apparently uh, Model S's that are rented on Turo have a fly option uh, that right. uh, I was unaware of. Um but uh, 
Yeah, this happened uh, over the weekend. Uh, we had uh, a pilot, not a driver, a pilot decide that he was going to rent uh, a Turo Model S and for clicks, it looks like, uh, was going to hit a basically a, a ramp uh, that is on a uh, Los, uh, Angeles. Los Angeles road surface that we've seen in previous videos, I believe, with uh, a Model, Model X, X jumping the same area. But uh, go ahead and press play on this, Casey, and uh, get a load of what this guy does. Um, so he gets the green light to go. There's nobody on the other side. He's told, and he ramps this thing up. Crash it into park vehicles and a bunch of trash cans. A couple of recycle bins, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, there was a what stolen... Idiot. What an uh, absolute idiot. Like, this yes. is, yeah. like, like, as you saw the car go over the hump and the front end dives, like, just because it's not evenly distributed weight, obviously, the front end yeah. just dives, slams into the ground, destroys the car, destroys some parked cars that were down at the bottom of the hill, and then promptly posts it on his YouTube and TikTok. I don't know that the driver's the one that posted it. There was, well, the there was, a, whole, there was yeah. a whole crowd of people there. So obviously the person that was doing this let people know he was going to do it at a certain date and time, and there was a whole bunch of people that were uh, filming it. Yeah, um, they, uh, they had just left a Tesla meetup. Uh, right. Tesla club or just a group of Tesla owners, and and then he said, "Hey guys, uh, come over here and let's see something cool." And um, uh, so the seventy five D was never advertised as having anything near a fifty fifty weight distribution. <laughs> <laughs> so so like all the stuff you see about it being a brand new plaid, it's it's the seventy five D pre refresh. Um, it it just got the nose cone uh, out, so. Hmm. Yeah, and, and now that and it wasn't brand new, it was someplace else. <laughs> right, it was it was right. uh, it was rented, and uh, and they stole a cat. Uh, there was a, there was a stray cat they just had in there with them. The cat apparently was okay, and the people took off. So, yeah. um, the, it's it when you rent something on Toro, you have to give them your identification, and yes. uh, so it's not going to be hard to track these idiots down. Right, the car didn't catch fire. If your if your renter of your Tesla Model S is is missing, it's a blue seventy five D. Dear Tesla, what, where's what my a, car? What a oh. terrible shock to find out that was my car in the video. Yes. Like, <laughs> oh, I Ouch. can't imagine that. Yes, the thing that made this car stop sliding down the hill was um, a Subaru Forester. That guy apparently didn't have insurance, so he started to go fund me to get his car replaced. And um, this road that they, they've done this on now with the S and the X, it is a one-way road. It, it, the direction is, that it travels is opposite of where you've seen them traveling. I'm wondering now if it's time to add some speed bumps or some one-way spike strips. Yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, so the, the uh, um, guy who, post, who uh, had the Subaru, he included in his GoFundMe campaigns uh, a video from one of these bystanders and that, that that bystander then uh, sent a copyright uh, violation for for using his video. The guy is trying to. This is evidence yeah. at this point. It he's is. trying to use it to to show what happened to his car. He's not he's not just doing it for clicks to to uh, you know steal your YouTube revenue. 
Right. So I thought that was kind of a jerk move for whoever. He, he did give him. He did give them in kind of like a kind of a jerky way. He gave him two thousand dollars to the GoFundMe and said, "This is probably all I'll ever make on the video." It's like you could have just said, "Here, sorry about this happened to you." It didn't have to make all the comments. Uh, David it's, David it's, said, "Close it," but this is people live on the street, so you'd have to find another way to to, to get these people into their homes without bulldozing another house or two to. <laughs> to make the new roads right so some and, and of canes course, or something and of course most people use the road fine uh it's just in the direction it's the, supposed to travel these, at the speeds it's supposed idiots, to <laughs> uh that have uh, done this over the past year um mm-hmm. uh, you know we just got to find who they are and prosecute them to the full extent of the law that's well the first one was david dobrik so for his youtube channel <laughs> yeah hopefully and, uh, Surprisingly, this this is horrible, but hopefully it acts as a deterrent. <laughs> Don't be. Yeah, I bet you. It's, I bet you it's it's uh, it uh, reduced the number of uh, Teslas on Turo. I think so. <laughs> also, I, I mean, when you think about it, this is a seventy-five D. It's, it's uh, even if they purchase the Speed Boost, uh, most Model Threes and every Tesla they built today is more performant than that, and mm-hmm. uh, you can see the amount of damage that this car did. Imagine. Right. If they had, I mean, and the one that Dobrik took was a Model X P100D, but they also didn't do a full send. So this could have ended That's up. What does people not could have been killed. Cars. Right, yeah. right. People yeah. could have been killed. Uh, they, they they obliterated a couple of recycle bins and trash cans and destroyed this guy's Subaru. Imagine if there was traffic at the end of the street and the Subaru wasn't there. It, it would have been a mess. Yeah. And then the people or underneath somebody was it. crossing the street. Or right, putting out right. their trash or right. whatever. Yeah. And, and then you had all the all the bystanders that were filming as you see the, like the cross cross view. Yeah. Uh, Can you imagine I, if the car had a swerved uh, before it hit the ramp? Right, uh, right. The Model uh, S weighs a minimum of forty five hundred pounds. Uh, most of them were around forty eight, forty eight, and uh, some of them were more, like the P one hundred Ds were more. Uh, that's that's a lot of tonnage coming down. And, yeah, two yeah. and a half tons. Yeah. Well, let's not uh, let's not uh, leave tonight without showing some hope for Austin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Patrick, you probably saw this, uh, but uh, there was a photograph uh, taken by the drone army uh, outside of uh, Giga Texas, uh, showing a new color has appeared. So uh, oh. uh, we've got the the first white uh, that has been uh, manufactured there and uh, is now in line and. Boy, that is a small photo, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, but if you do zoom in, it's definitely a white model uh, Y uh, that has been produced. So uh, look at all the uh, ones on the on the side, looking like they're going to like a black tie event. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you notice uh, you notice against the uh, the Gigafactory, uh, you can see there's a, a now a bank of superchargers that are sitting just underneath the the windows. They look absolutely um, those, tiny. <laughs> those are superchargers that oh, wow. uh, prefabs uh, that were put into place. Oh, nice. So, uh, and uh, we can't see too many solar panels on this roof shot. Uh, but, uh, oh, Derek. Derek says, is it light until they run out of starting. light? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, uh, it's, it's, uh, they didn't paint it. They just rolled it out. <laughs> <laughs> So we are hoping uh, that, uh, and there was a story just released on our Twitter feed, which is at the Tesla Life, if you don't know or aren't subscribed already, uh, that uh, there was an, another car carrier of assorted colored Model Ys that left uh, Austin just uh, today. Um, so 
hopefully, uh, maybe maybe that truck's going to Colorado. The report we had of uh, a person that was going to take delivery in Colorado. So uh, nice. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But we are expecting deliveries any hour. <laughs> uh, and it was. Uh, it's certainly. Uh, we think uh, is something that should be starting soon. And Patch was hoping it would have started just a smidgen sooner than. Yes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so close. So close. Uh, all, all in good fun, though. All in good fun. Yeah. We're going to have two factories up and running and rolling cars out shortly. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe uh, to our channel here. Uh, give us a thumbs up. That's a big help for us, uh, both of those actions. And uh, also, uh, through the week, you can follow our updates on our Twitter feed, at the Tesla Life, as well as our Facebook feed, Tesla Life Numeral One. And uh, we thank Patrick uh, for monitoring the Facebook and keeping that up and running. We thank Casey for keeping our, our live meetings going here. Uh, we appreciate that. And... Um, with that, uh, Casey, what do you got going on this week on your channel? Well, uh, I've still got to get the video together for the uh, lithium retrofit, as well as the uh, recycled, partially recycled uh, HEPA filter. Uh, that'll be coming soon on the channel. Uh, I've got my situation situated with the uh, editing rigs, and uh, you'll find that at youtube.com slash Casey Green. That's K-A-C-E-Y-G-R-E-E-N. Give Casey a follow and a like there for sure. Patrick, anything, uh, any parting words from you this week? As always, I'm with the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association. You can find us at oeva.org. And I blog occasionally at carswithcords.net, where you can uh, find out about uh, all of the stuff we have going on here and uh, my pursuit of a future free from fossil fuels. Snuck it in at the end. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Couldn't right, translate well... it to German. <laughs> uh, probably be one word there <laughs> you can work on a southern droll for next time so uh we'll do that austin one y'all come back uh, now. with that we want we'll come to back, uh, yeah? thank you all for watching and uh why don't you join us next week and together we will find out what's going on in the tesla life thank, thank you, you moon. moon for the music tesla lieben <laughs> Have a great week. <laughs> <laughs>